Funhouse, it's no context. I'm with everybody's favorite cousin Jacob, and it's Gaskill. I am so excited to be here this week. It's it's finally like getting close to Christmas. Mm-hmm. Thank God this is going to be over soon. Yeah. Uh, but have have you done anything recently? I besides obviously the decorations that I haven't seen yet, but I don't have to to know that they're there. They're loud. Yeah. Like there's no sound, but it's deafening. Mm-hmm. We threw up garlands and lights and. Uh, I got a flocked tree for the first time this year. It smells like cookies, but the oven isn't even warm. Oh, yeah. If it heats up too much in the house, you're like, is someone burning popcorn? No, it's just a tinsel. Are you a secret candle guy? A secret candle guy? Like you, you put a scented candle, but in a, in a secret place. Oh, no. You, you I thought this it. involved like putting a spoon over an open flame <laughs> for whatever reason. I'm like, no, just because I live here doesn't mean I partake in the activities. <laughs> But no, you know, I I like my candles to be up front and loud. Mm-hmm. I like the three wick ones that make it a little crackle every now and then. Right by the door. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially growing up with smokers. Like you're just like trying to mask the smell of the Paul Mall. So you're like, oh, here's a, a festive pumpkin batch. It smells like if Marlboro sponsored some sort of Easter egg hunt. Yeah, I tried getting the pine one one time and it just didn't work out. Pine? Yeah. Do you like woody smells? I I would pre- I prefer them. Mm. I definitely prefer them over as far as like candles, but no. Yeah. I don't know. Once you get like kombucha twist, I'm like I'm fucking done. <laughs> I'm out. Just get a goop candle. Balances your pH. I wouldn't mind getting one just to see how what it smells like. Uh huh. Would you lick it to try it just to see? Well, I well, I learned at a young age if you eat the candle, uh-huh. it does not taste like the way it smells. No. Uh huh. It's like spraying cologne directly on your tongue so your breath smells better. Yeah, well, I have a GED. I, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, was gonna I get away with it. Yeah, if Steve-O survived, we'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shit that out later. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. He'll want to hop on here and promote something. Yeah. Well, with all the holiday shit coming up, do you have any plans set aside to where you're like, I'm going to get through the season with a gallon of eggnog and Christmas lampoons vacation? I, I kind of already started yeah, a, a little bit just to kind of get it out of the way. I definitely did have some Costco alcoholic eggnog. Yeah. Which it was it was pretty good. I could smell it on Larry's shoes. Yeah. <laughs> it tastes the same when it comes back up. That's what he was telling me. Yeah. yeah. Like he never put a cigar out, so he would just hurl, take a puff and hurl. Yeah. Yeah, it pairs nice. Mm. Yeah, I did. I had a little bit of that in the screwball one, which that one wasn't as good. But, you know, it's not something you can just have. A lot of at once. Yeah, that's not something you sweeten your coffee with in the morning normally. No, yeah. no. And I, uh, I watched the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. You son of a bitch! Let's drop yeah. everything else and talk about <laughs> yeah. this. I, uh, I hadn't, I hadn't seen it in like literally like twenty years. Yeah. So I just threw it on, and I had forgotten that it was released in nineteen ninety four. Yeah. And it was just a different time back then. Yeah. <laughs> and Tim Allen has, I don't know. There's something about his snideness. 
I just appreciated it. For sure. Even how the elves have like a little secret Santa group where they like stalk the kids around at school and shit. It's great. They're just hidden in the background throughout the film. Yeah. Did you like the old school Tim Allen movies like that and like Jungle to Jungle? Yeah, I did actually. In fact, that's another one I should watch. It was kind of funny because I noticed like, wow, this is like quintessential mm-hmm. 80s and 90s premise where there's like a divorce situation, maybe maybe a custody issue that needs to be resolved. Uh-huh. And that's like the premise of the, you know, that's how they kick off the story plot. But dad, you know it's mom's weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It causes sure. just throwing shit at her psychiatrist's boyfriend. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. And, you know, back then, there's no character I love more in a holiday film than, like, the guy flirting with the mom or the guy married now to the mom. Like, Mm -hmm. think uh, Jingle All the Way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you know, just throughout the movie, him swooping in on Arnold's wife. Yeah. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. What was your favorite scene in Tim Allen's The Santa Claus? I've got to say it's definitely when they're walking down and the ZZ Top starts playing. Because mm-hmm. I remember at the same time, like I used to watch Trains, Planes, and Automobiles all the time. Of course. I'm pretty sure there was a ZZ Top scene when they're in the taxi cab. Mm-hmm. So for me, I always I always liked it because it was just kind of a sleazy thing. Oh, yeah. Once it like hops on, you're just like, oh, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like post-nut clarity to where you're like, I thought this was a goddamn kids movie. What do you have? Yeah. No, for sure. Do you like the old school holiday aesthetic more than the modern holiday movies? Like, if you're going to throw yeah. a Christmas movie on, do you tend to get lean, you know, Home Alone or... Christmas Vacation, even. I did throw on Home Alone the other day. Jack Frost, even? Jack- Watched that last night, actually. No shit! <laughs> yeah. What'd you think? Uh, Yeah, another one of those just perfect 90 movies where, like, you know, his dad dies, and then he comes back as the snowman to hang out with him. <laughs> Here's a harmonica. Yeah. Happy holidays. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was kind of it. Yeah. yeah. All the son wanted was like, you're just gone too much because you want to be a rock star, right? And he's like, yeah, sometimes you got to make sacrifices. I overdosed on heroin. <laughs> yeah. The kid's just like, see you next year, Dad. And was a, yeah, the original script, it wasn't a car accident. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Turns into misery real quick. Someone <laughs> breaks an ankle. <laughs> I love that era of those Christmas movies. I remember like Disney Channel when we were growing up had a couple of those like direct Disney Channel movies. Mm-hmm. They had one where it was like, you know, the kid wants a new laptop. They end up going to like a Best Buy and his uncle takes over being Santa Claus. And it was just one of those like, okay. <laughs> I don't remember that one. <laughs> oh, it was some lame ass straight to TV thing. You know, one of the Disney kids that never grew up to be anything was probably in it. Yeah. But... Snow Day. Does, was that, is that considered a Christmas? Oh, movie? I remember that. Yeah, I'm sure. Wasn't Giamatti in that? G- uh, I think he was. Maybe I'm thinking of a uh, big fat liar. You remember that? That was another great one. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sure we've talked about it, but Blank Check is such a sleeper. <laughs> yeah, another one of those just no, like late 90s premises where you're like, yeah. huh, okay. Oh, dude, yeah. Or even Biodome. We haven't talked about Biodome. That's great for the spring. <laughs> yeah, it just seems more and more prevalent. Wasn't nowadays. that with Polly Shore? Of course. One, one of the bald ones? Yeah. I think the Christian one. Probably, yeah. Got really into Christian skate camps. Yeah. Do you have a Christmas movie you hate? Uh, most of them. I was going to say, I could see you like kind of spitting on the floor if Polar Express comes on. Yeah, that one came on last night, too. 
He's like, Tom Hanks, shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> oh, look, he's another character. Everyone pointed out real fast. <laughs> oh, here's a fun fact for you. They have the flux capacitor on the wall. Ooh, it's supposed to be the same train as Back to the Future 3. How shocking. It's not like directors direct different movies. <laughs> not at all. No, I actually saw like a shorter the other day mm-hmm. about that. Do you have like a favorite Christmas movie that you'd like just have to watch every year? Oh, you know my answer. My pickled ass sits down and watches Grinch <laughs> Each year, I'll take different variants, too. I'm not a diehard. I love the Jim Carrey one, mostly because it just has stark, like, nihilism throughout the whole film. But I am a huge fan of even the 2019 one with Benedict Cumberbund or whoever the fuck. And then there's also the original, like, with the, like, old school songs and shit, you know, the Dr. Seuss cartoon one. But I'm a Grinch fan. Other than that, when I was growing up, it was always the, like what would it be criterion collection shit now where it was like you put one foot in front of the other and they had all the jack frost and the little abominable snowman comes out the yeti and he's with the rest of the elves and shit that one that's like before claymation was claymation yeah they had like that and uh santa claus is coming to town rudolph where they did the little like snow shit i loved those growing up and we had like vhs copies so you'd have to like throw on the vhs head cleaner run it through and then pop in the old like static played in 12 months looks like skin of marink 90 percent of the movie but you're just trying to watch you know kids collection of cartoons but any of those i even loved the old like disney house of mouse shit when i was a kid and all that on the you know kids disney channel but what one do you dislike the most like what one if it's on you're just like is frozen a christmas movie i'm sure it is now okay uh that's that's too much of a throwaway then because my favorite's probably Jingle All the Way, which naturally yeah. makes, like, I would say even Home Alone's one of those, like, I get it. Yeah. I gotta be in the right mood, though, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Home Alone 3, actually. Oh, okay. That one sucked. Oh, yeah. That was awful. Even as a kid, I watched it, I'm like, this is fucking lame. You just stand up, you're like, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got a parrot. I like the tarantula more, and it wasn't even his. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> What do you think would happen now if parents just left their kid at home like that? The kid would be fine. I was going to say he'd just live stream it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he would live stream it or they'd just spend their time on like TikTok or YouTube. They'd be completely completely self-sufficient. Yeah, if people can work from home, then they can probably parent from home, right? Yeah, that's what air fryers are made for. Air fryer, microwave, <laughs> the kid's going to be fucking fine. Puts a Pop-Tart in the microwave and a fork in the toaster and just yeah. sees what happens. The kid's probably neurodivergent anyway and just like too afraid to have a party, so you'll be good. Yeah, the parents just think he's really into textures. He's really just got a horrible ecstasy problem. <laughs> oh, that explains the corduroy. <laughs> yeah, he keeps fucking with a piece of string in a paint can again. <laughs> you know what happened last time. What about Christmas cartoons? Were you ever a fan when you were a kid? No. <laughs> I wasn't. I was halfway expecting some G.I. Joe episode or something no. where they like bomb the North Pole to be one of your favorites. Uh, Small Soldiers was technically almost around Christmas time, I think. Oh, good answer. Yeah. There was never a better use of that song. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing than Small Soldiers. You know? I agree with that. <laughs> Speaking of things from our childhood that's resurging again, tell me you saw the trailer. Of not only the first female protagonist, but the next trillion dollar game in Rockstar's lineup, where they're using real fucking scenes from Miami left and right. They're showing a Romeo and Juliet situation. They're showing more colored people than a lot of Jewish people are friendly with. You know how many people out there are just excited to just commit crime? 
all of that tuned into one little oopsie. It's released. Everybody saw it. People are making money already. What's your thoughts? So Grand Theft Auto 6, uh-huh. apparently their uh, part of their development team is trying to make it like around $100 or even a pay by the hour uh-huh. because they're like, we release these games every few years and we get, you know, users can get hundreds of thousands of hours just off of one game. And so they want to up the price on it. With how big the game is and how expansive, and obviously, yeah, you can get hundreds of thousands of hours out of either any one of those games. Do you think it's worth $100? Or do you think that, like, it wouldn't be a bad idea to have a pay by the hour? I'm such a fan of what Rockstar does, and I'm one of those people that's like, if it's capable of running at such a high capacity, I wouldn't mind getting the next console for something like this being the I benchmark. Agree. I don't have a PS5, but I would get the new one that just came out just to get the... Exactly. I'm right there with you. And like, I want to see this game running at its highest performance, and you know Rockstar's notorious for having their games come out years later on PC, mm-hmm. so that's going to be a while down the line. And you know it's already going to run like shit for the first like two years until they patch everything, because when you have, you know... 10 million variables, some of the components are going to go wonky. You're going to have drive scenes where the characters are clipping out of the screen and shit like that. But what was your first overall thoughts when you saw the initial release? Like, what stood out to you the most? Was it that it's a male and female lead now? Was it the graphics? Like, what hit you? It definitely wasn't the male and female thing. In fact, I, I heard that they were going to be doing the, you know, swapping through characters throughout the story, which I really liked about the fifth one. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I really liked it. Even just like kind of the, the little taste of the story that you're getting into, but more of anything, like the fact that just the graphics alone, I guess it's supposed to be the most realistic when it comes to like police response. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited with graphics like that. I can't wait just to go run around killing everybody. Oh, absolutely. Like who, like who isn't, who hasn't had that for th- as their first thought? I love that Elon was like, oh, I tried playing Grand Theft Auto, but they wanted me to shoot a cop and I didn't want to commit crime. It's like, why the fuck were you playing yeah. a game <laughs> called Grand Theft Auto, Elon? Yeah. I'm the exact opposite. You could be like, drive to the store, pick up a scooter, and drive home. I'm immediately opening fire at the closest hospital. It's uh, yeah. Just, yeah. I don't know if that says something about us or just the fact that it wouldn't be in the game if you're not allowed to do it. No, yeah, there's this one part, and I think Grand Theft Auto 4, mm. there's a hospital that you can go inside, mm-hmm. and you can just, like, trap yourself in there mm-hmm. and just, ha- like, just for hours just be killing cops. Oh, yeah. No, it's, <laughs> we'll see if this makes the final cut of the episode. I think that the graphics alone blew my mind, though. Like... It's crazy how capable they've gotten. Even the girl twerking on the roof or, like, the mud party that they were showing. There's so many intricate details they're, like, trying to show off quickly. And I bet that the gunplay is going to be insane because they're going to have to try to keep up with other games coming out now. And, like, they already know how much money this game is going to make. There's no way they're not aware of it. Well, and they're not even releasing it until, like, to 2025 it doesn't even have a release date yet and it would not surprise me at all if they shove it back again Mm -hmm. but it won't be the proper title until a year or two after it's released and people know that too you know uh, did you hear what the uh, Andrew Tate's brother was saying about it, Tristan no, Tate? No, I didn't. He was on a podcast talking about how he does not think it's good for society for anyone under like 21 years old to play a game like this where it's promoting like crime and firing on cops and shit like mm-hmm. that, to which a lot of people are saying that's ironic coming from a alleged trafficking, you know, kingpin. <laughs> 
Yeah. For an alpha male who tries to make his empire off of geeky, simpy dudes paying towards an alpha male academy and all that shit, it's kind of ironic. He's like, yeah, don't play a video game. Mm -hmm. But what's your thoughts on that? I don't think he's wrong. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think it's an accident that a lot of people point the blame at Grand Theft Auto for a lot of that kind of stuff. And another point, I think it's also very helpful for Mm -hmm. people to get rid of those urges, but... I don't think that blaming a game... Yeah, I'm getting Marilyn Manson bowling for Colin buying vibes off of it. You know, you you can't just blame the video game. If someone's going to be obsessed with violence, they're already going to have their outlets to be able to express that. Like, I think it's funny people are outraged that there's so much outrage at Grand Theft Auto. It's like, are you new to this? Uh Every Grand Theft Auto's had massive outrage. I remember in San Andreas when they had to market from adults only to mature. Mm -hmm. Because there was a hot coffee mod where you could see boobs and hear sex. Now all the way up to modern day, imagine all the crazy shit they're like putting into the game for when it does. The mods that people are going to make for it. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's going to be fucking insane. And video games themselves have become the number one driving thing for the entertainment business, especially when all the writers went on strike for TV shows and shit. Everyone just went to consoles like, what do you got for us? Mm -hmm. What do you think of... All these TV shows and movies and adaptations coming out, though, like even um, Fallout just put out a new promo video for their uh, Amazon Prime series. What do you think of a game like the Fallout series being adapted into a TV show? Do you think it'll do well? I think because of The Last of Us, it probably made the stakes really, really high. I think that very slim chance that you can... You can make a video game app adaptation for like a film or a movie and have it like really cater to the audience that is playing the game in the first place because you're getting producers and writers in there who don't know fuck all about it. And they're just like, well, we know how to make movies. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, then, you know, so there's a huge gap there, I think, maybe. Mm -hmm. But this Fallout one looks like it's going to be catering exactly to like I was never a Fallout guy, but the fans seem to be really excited about it. I am definitely a Fallout guy, and I'm stoked as shit. The only thing that kind of shocked me was it looks like they're giving a lot away in the trailer. It's like I kind of wish they would have kept it even just a 30-second teaser of the female, like, wanderer just wandering around and seeing a couple of the desolate landmarks. Just lots of booms and one piano note. Yeah. Something that's a little bit more subtle. and But, you know, when you pay for Walter Goggins, you got to get him in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I get it. I like the fact that they showed the mega armor and, like, you know, they showed um, the Yaogwai bear attacking one of the power armor suits. Mm -hmm. They showed the nukes going off, which is heavily hinting at, like, you know, Fallout 4, how they had the Great War start and they saw the bombs going off. Then by the time of, like, Fallout 3, it was more of, like, the Great War era, which is 2077 in their timeline or whatever the fuck. So I'm curious if they're going to go with the actual 50s premise or if they're going to you know, stick very closely to the future premise when they had, like, the uh, resources war in the games and shit. But I'm hoping they stick somewhat to the um, open, atmospheric world feeling. Uh, The only thing I can relate it to is, like, King Kong's big openness from the Peter Jackson film. Mm -hmm. When they're wandering the island, it just feels like everything can kill them. They're very well aware that everything out there is trying to kill them. Fallout should have a similar feel where it's like, you know you're being radiated all the time. You know everything's mutated. You know everyone out there is bonkers. It should be fun. Mm-hmm. 
I heard there was a Borderlands series coming out with like Kevin Hart being the <laughs> claptrap and the instantly fuck? got scrapped. People were just oh, like, really? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think something like the Fallout series has to know like they're on the chopping block immediately. Uh-huh. If they're not, like you said, like a Last of Us style show, they're just going to have their throat cut. Do you think if it bombs, it's going to affect the next game? Yeah. I think it'll have a Burt Kreischer machine effect. Where they're uh, like, this is why we don't do comedies. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think a good game series to adapt would be? Because they had like The Witcher on Netflix, and that did fairly well, mm-hmm. but I was never a Witcher guy. I-, I would love to see, like, I know it's old, mm-hmm. but like Time Splitters 2. Of course. As like a series where like each episode they have to jump through some sort of fucking time wave. You can have different you know, big actors or even no-name actors be able to come in and just play these characters and all that stuff. But Mm -hmm. I feel like it would be like a sci-fi instant, you know, movie from like back in like the mid-2000s where everything was just really shitty. Yeah, Yeah, so I feel like you would have like an awesome premise to be able to make like a really good series where each episode goes to a different timeline and, you know, you have to go back and get the fucking crystal or whatever they're going after. Mm -hmm. But it just... It would be so over the top cheesy and like fake, and I think it would take a huge budget in order to be able to do that properly. They kind of try to like American Horror Story it, mm-hmm. you know, where each season would be like a different timeline. I think, and they would yeah. just fuck that up, or even do like a Love Death Robots where it's like uh, animated. Yeah, there you go. That you know, I like that more. Like Resident Evil is, I don't like watch them or like really play the games, but like they have their own you know films that come out every once oh, in a sure. while, and anime and, and everything else, and they yeah. look awesome mm-hmm. for what it's worth. I'm a big Resident Evil fan when it came to the old school games. I played them up through like four and five. I haven't played the modern first person shooters and I haven't played the remastered ones either, which I really want to get into. I like that Resident Evil always is, it's like a bank, you know, you can just mm-hmm. keep retelling the Umbrella story. They're bringing out a new Silent Hill too, a return to Silent Hill series, which, okay. But do you remember like the video game series, The Condemned? With the yes. serial killer. I think they should do something like that. People are like in the mood for the Dahmer type shit. It hasn't worn off yet. I think that if they did a game like that, or if they adapted even like, um, how have they not done a Minecraft thing? Have they? I'm sure they have. It sounds like a straight to Netflix kind of situation. I was going to say, somebody had to buy the rights for their kids to watch the little Minecraft shit, right? Yeah. I would imagine. Even just people who play it online mm-hmm. and stream it make enough money that alone. Yeah. Where people, yeah, if you put it on Netflix, you'll probably get, like, new Netflix subscribers just to get into it, you know? <laughs> Who do you think would star in a Fortnite movie? Jaden Smith, <laughs> Jack Black, mm-hmm. and uh, Imogen Poots, or whatever her name is. I don't know who that is. Uh, she was the chick in Midsummer. Oh. The one, the one that has the cry scene. Uh-huh, yeah, the one that didn't drink the period tea. Mm-hmm. I think that it would probably be that fucking spindly kid from Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. The one that's like in the Ghostbusters movie now. Yeah. Just be out there backpack dancing on everyone with a sniper or some shit. The skinny one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I think it'd be that kid. I'm surprised they haven't tried to do like a a series or TV show or something like that. I'm sure it's all right. Mm -hmm. But... Yeah, me too. I, I'm even thinking back to when we were younger, and I'm like, what would they do, like a Jack and Daxter series? That would actually be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Crash Bandicoot would be kind of lame. <laughs> I would. I still love Aku Aku, though, I'm not going to lie. Anything Tiki-related, you know that yeah. about me. That's a closet thing for me. I'm like, oh, it's Tiki? You have my interest. You have a plastic one from the Dollar Tree on your wall for most of the year. Uh-huh, yeah, I have the uh, little guitar god Tiki on my That's wall at all times. So, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it is, yeah. 
It's just good for everyone involved. Larry always kind of stares at it, and I keep telling him not to stare at it, Larry. <laughs> Is there any other video game-related stuff that you think would translate well to the big screen? Um, Even though I haven't played it, I bet Dead Space would probably be pretty interesting. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Get the right actor for it, like Ben Foster. I could see it being good then. They'd probably go with Tom Holland, though, and it would just ruin it. I'm sorry, I just don't think that the thing would have a hard time taking out an actor who is clearly 4'11 in heels. Yeah. Just, yeah. Do you think Godzilla would make a decent video game? Yeah. If they did it right? I want it from the point of view of on the ground from civilians. Yeah, I want to, I want to be able to do both. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> do you remember uh, Rampage when we were kids? I fucking loved Rampage. That's a good one, right? Yeah. I love giant monster shit in general, and from what I understand, that Godzilla minus one that just came out is phenomenal. It's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I watched this one on Netflix uh, the other day, and it was okay. Which one? Uh, I can't remember which one. It. There's so goddamn many. So, yeah, that's the whole thing. Is there's there's so fucking many of them. Was it one of the newer ones? It's one of the newer ones. It came out in like 2019. Oh, like it's not the one with Brian Cranston. It's the other one. But yeah. I almost feel like because they're coming out with a, a new one with mm-hmm. King Kong and shit. And I feel like this is our generation's Transformers. Was it Shin Godzilla? I think that- so. Maybe. Oh, yeah. I've never seen that one. No, I'll have to check it out. Do you think that they're fucking keeping up on the Godzilla thing properly? Or do you think that it's kind of fallen off? I don't think it ever was supposed to stop to begin with. Yeah. Good point. Like, I used to watch all the Japanese ones when I was a kid. Yeah. And I fucking loved the shit out of them. Even, mm-hmm. like, the old even the old one from, I think, like, the 50s or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Gojira and then, like... Yeah, when it's a dude in a bodysuit running yeah. around just smashing models, like, give me that job. Kicking shit, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I really liked all those. And then, of course, like, the 98 one with <laughs> Matthew Broderick. <laughs> if you stick a pole in the ground during a lightning storm. <laughs> the mayor that's just addicted to eating candy the whole time. Oh, like, for sure. Was that supposed to be Giuliani? I think so. Yeah. I think that's who they were hinting at, for sure. Who was your favorite monster that Godzilla went up against? I always loved what was it was uh, Godzilla 2000, I think it was, when he goes against Mechagodzilla, oh, like the, yeah. big, you know, the big robot one for or whatever. Sure. Yeah, I loved it, too. Although I've always been a Mothra fan. I just like moths. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Keep it old school. school, Keep it simple. For sure. Yeah. I think it's funny because like that and like Transformers have probably some of the most peril in any other family movie, if you would. Well, I love that after a massive attack happens, they just act like a weak solid of brushing up rebel and the city will be fine. Yeah. Make 9-11 look like a playground. (laughs) The cataclysmic damage from any of that <laughs> Just shit. Just those buildings going down oh, as yeah. quickly as they are smashing into others. I'm like, there's probably a, a thousand people in those two that just got knocked out. If he f- like walks by a building and farts, it's going to fumigate an <laughs> entire block. Yeah, it's just... Takes yeah. out the taxi cabs and <laughs> yeah. all the food trucks. Yeah, one of the like carriage horses just die on sight. What was up with like the late 90s, like 2000s? Any kind of like disaster movie always had like a really loud black dude in the beginning oh for sure just like screaming and yelling about something like he knew that the end was near and nobody would listen he's just tired of talking about it mm-hmm. some yeah he always has like a sign mm-hmm. hasn't, hasn't taken a shower in at least six days yeah uh-huh that was the original killer of the flower moon for sure it seemed like that was kind of a trope same with like uh woody harrelson in 2012 how he's just like the conspiracy guy like, do they all have to smoke weed <laughs> pretty much all of them do yeah it's in the guidelines Everyone's niece now is on drugs. 
Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What are they feeding these kids at the schools? <laughs> Did you hear about Panera's recent uh, court battles? Not, not too much. It's kind of a fun case to follow. Is, for... it, is it about the lemonade? It is about the lemonade. Please, please fill us in. So they have a drink that everyone loves, and it's like gone TikTok viral. It's the charged lemonade and the different flavors that they have. And, you know, you can get a small, medium, or large, and people are getting the large flavors and going back for a few in a row. Well, it originally started with a 22-year-old student that, you know, passed away after having some lemonade. So the family brought it to the attention of Panera. They've been battling them in court, and it just happened again the other day with a 38-year-old guy that he had a um, disorder to where he didn't try to take in any caffeine or try to, like, heighten his blood pressure. But he loved the charged lemonade and was, like, frequently, you know, found at Panera. So he drank three large charged lemonades and left for a walk home and on his walk home just dropped dead on the side of the street so the family instantly brought it to the attention like hey he was at Panera what did you guys give him well turns out their large charged lemonades have 390 milligrams of caffeine in them and like the daily limit for anyone not to exceeds 400 so each time people are refilling these they're like triple charging the daily a lot of amount of caffeine so like I guess my first initial thoughts is like, do you think they should make it more abundantly aware that this is clearly an energy drink? Yes. Don't get rid of it because I'm sure that if they were able to market that properly, there's a lot of like construction worker and blue collar guys who work outside for most of the day that would come in and get your lemonade immediately. Oh God. How they used to even try to market the like world's strongest coffee, all that type of shit to those guys. Like you remember gas station coffee being like, you know, 10 times stronger turbo blend. Oh yeah. And they wonder why our whole generation has heart problems before we're 40. Yeah, we'll just be walking down, like, an aisle at Costco and have to grab our chest and just go through flashbacks for a few seconds, yeah. The thing I love most about Panera is they haven't decided to, like, reduce the caffeine no. or change the drink at all or even just make it aware or put a caution thing. They're just like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, they're just like, how about you guys change your formula? They're like, how about you drink less? You know how hmm? many You know how many more drinks they probably sold because of this? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. I kind of want one. I figure, is this like heroin to where when the other junkies hear one junkie died, they figure it must be a really good batch? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like go to Panera now and get your bread and, you know, heart palpitations. Do you ever find that you have a problem with caffeine? Uh, now I do. Okay. I, can't have, I definitely can't have too much. Have you ever had an addiction to caffeine? Probably. Mm. Or I should say I kept caffeine as like a huge part of my routine. Yeah. And I would notice it like if I didn't have it for two days. Oh, for sure. I'd be just kind of like jittery and annoyed. Have bad headaches all of a sudden. The headaches for sure. Yeah. For me, it's light sensitivity. Even if I have too much caffeine, mm-hmm. looking at a light, you just realize like you're not in a sound mental state. <laughs> yeah. A little jumpy. And every time someone says something, you're kind of looking at them like they just like said something wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> would you ever uh, exceed the 400 milligram limit in a day? Would you say? I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> More than once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me you haven't had at least three C4s in one day. Yeah. Yeah. I've had enough energy drinks in a day over multiple occasions to feel like. Is that my kidneys? You know? (laughs) I love love when you have so much caffeine Mm -hmm. and you're trying to lay down and go to sleep at the end of the night and you just feel like bugs are crawling on you because your body's just like buzzing. (laughs) It's like, I drank these all before noon, though. Wires are just burning. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, I've always found that, like, I prefer the flavor of those over even soda. So, Mm -hmm. like, I'd rather drink a Monster Zero than I would a Sprite most of the time. 
Not a good call. No, I love I love the just diesel flavor of a regular rock star. Uh, you always have. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> I get to bite a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Sponsored by the army. You know? <laughs> it's like the original rock stars. You could kickstart a lawnmower yeah. with it. I can't do the fruity shit as much. Yeah. I get like through half the can. That's what I hated about the bangs. I was like, uh, oh, this is this is okay for like half of it, which okay. makes me drink it even faster. Which, <laughs> what flavor is this? It's grandma's Christmas tin. <laughs> <laughs> Lately, I've been hooked on the no sugar NOS. I just love the shit, love dude. NOS. Yeah, it's got that like pineapple flavor, and I'm a pineapple fiend. I was just mm-hmm. drinking on a crystal ice. Before They're the best that. to mix drinks with, too. Mm. Just a little splash. A little splash, yeah. Although pineapple and eggnog would probably be kind of weird. Do you think it'd be like one of those how people put pineapple in their cottage cheese? Probably look like a Corey Feldman show. <laughs> yeah, <Or at> least... <laughs> that's not even your idea, and he's just up there busting the groove. <laughs> Did you hear that he's touring with Limp Biscuit right now? Yeah. Did you know that they're coming to Ridgefield, Washington here soon? Yeah, like in like June or something. Are are we going? I kind of think that Larry needs backstage pass. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. You know how should. much he looks up at the Fred Durst. He always mm-hmm. wears his hat backwards. I think we might need to have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really want to see Corey Feldman live. <laughs> Dude, it's going to be so bad. He's, yeah. been, he's been popping up on my on my stuff lately, and I'm like, oh, man, I kind of want to just like see this because he'll stop the band in the middle of a song and make them redo it. Yeah. And it's funny, too, because like... He he really tries to portray himself as like an original, you know, style of artist. Yeah. But I think it's really interesting that like a kid who has been very vocal about being molested in the industry happens to mimic Michael Jackson in his music performance. Yeah. Like he tries to sound like him. He does the ha and the kicks and oh, the yeah. leans and the crotch grab. He has the glove, the jacket, the hair, but it's Corey Feldman. Yep. And he's on tour with Limp Biscuit. And I think Limp Biscuit was like, hey, you want to come on with us? Because. <laughs> yeah. It, it doesn't make sense. And that's what makes sense about it. Because it's totally, that's a Limp Biscuit move. Uh huh. Loserville's the tour, right? Yeah. Who, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do, you, <laughs> Do you think Corey's going to party with the band? I don't know if he's sober or not. Mm, are they? I would imagine at least some of them. I would think Fred's not welcome back in the yeah. music community. Most of them not. don't look like they're doing very well. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They didn't age gracefully, mm-hmm. as they shouldn't have. No, no one wears that much Adidas, you know, and just gets out of it unscathed. Do you think Fred Durst will always wear the red baseball cap backwards, flat brims? I hope he does. Mm-hmm. I think there'll be an open casket funeral, and they're gonna, just, you know, just put it <laughs> on there. Flavored water. <laughs> His casket would look fucking dope, though. Oh, dude, it'd be on 22s. Yeah. <laughs> West Borland's the one burying him. Yeah. Khaki shorts go on top. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Speaking yeah. of bands that a lot of people probably weren't even alive when they got popular now, what's your thoughts on all the, you know, 25th anniversary of Slipknot Tour coming up, them getting rid of their drummer, his recent media posts, like... I know you follow it. Mm-hmm. What's your overall just kind of gist of it? As far as the Jay Weinberg situation, mm. there's been a couple bands this year that have like dropped their members and done it through social media. Isn't that weird? It's kind of a low blow move, but I know that he got a phone call, I guess, 
or an email or something. I've heard that Jay is kind of a pain in the ass to work with. I could see that. And now that Nepo babies, man. Yeah, and now that Slipknot doesn't have a label, they're able to kind of do whatever the fuck they want, and they really want to just drive that in. I feel like. Yeah. And whatever kind of musical direction they're trying to take it, it doesn't sound like Jay was easy to work on that with. Yeah. I don't know. They're they're a massive band at this point. Whoever they're going to choose is going to do a great job. Corey and Sean both kind of always have that never apologize tone to them, too, where it's mm-hmm. like they don't need to explain themselves, you know? No. And Corey just does whatever Corey wants to do, as apparent with his CMFT album and everything. Not my cup of tea, but it's very Corey, that's yeah. for sure. But do you th- who do you imagine they're going to bring on for something like a 25th anniversary tour? Do you think it'll be a touring musician that we all know? I'm sure people in the community would know. I don't think it's going to be like a giant name. Yeah. I don't know if they're, they're probably not going to go for someone too young. Mm-hmm. They're not just going to they don't have tryouts for anybody. Yeah. It's going to be pretty specific. They want someone experienced. So having a lot of tours under their belt and mm-hmm. being able to, you know, handle handle the roads going to be a huge part of it too. For sure. Also knowing all their material is another huge part. That's not necessarily the easiest feat. I would, <laughs> yeah, no I would, shit. I would imagine. Yeah, you're not, you know, joining BTS. You have to really know yeah. your kit. Yeah, and play with a big kit too. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I'm I'm curious. I like how they came out because so, there's been a couple different speculations in there where I know Sean and Corey both have been like, you're all wrong. Like whoever you think it is, it's not. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. And they're not ones to, you know, yell about what they have they're Mm-mm. just gonna put something out and be like this is our member mm-hmm. well and craig left this or was also i don't know if he left or if he got released yeah it is funny to see the difference there it'll be an interesting year for them with the tour and everything i'm excited to see what happens with it yeah how do you feel about or are you excited to like hear what kind of music they're gonna come out with next yeah because i haven't been super stoked with the last few things they put out so i'm hoping they kind of take a new direction which they tend to change up quite a bit mm-hmm yeah, I could see him really going more like snuff type yeah. tone. Even I would love if they kind of just dial everything back and do more of a like vermilion type tone, mm-hmm. something more acoustic-y, But I doubt that's the like Verminal type volume three. Yeah, uh-huh. kind of thing for sure. I doubt they will, but it would be nice to see for sure. It'll be cool because the Verminal comes out I think twenty years next year. Okay. You think they'll at least do like some pressed vinyl? I hope that they did what they um with the anniversary for self-titled in Iowa when they released that documentary like behind like all their touring stuff that Sean put together. Do you remember that at all? Yeah, yeah. I hope they would do something like that cuz that was my favorite era for sure. So that would be cool to see even if they did an online series behind a paywall like a Patreon I would tune in. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Do you think that um, bands like that are going to really take advantage of the fact that so far arenas and things haven't been closed down to a giant tour like this? Yeah, I think it's going to make a big difference. And I think they can sell themselves, no problem. Oh, of course. No matter what they do and what, what happens. I think that it, in general, how much it costs to be able to make a living on the road right now, and even like with Snoop Dogg recently talking about, he got a billion plays and only got like for it was a very it was it was a low amount it was like it was it was an it was an annual salary for like a blue collar worker did you see weird al's post about the sandwich 
No. Yeah. What? For, he like mentioned how many streams he got, and he was like, "Oh, that equivalents out to twelve dollars." So I'm going to celebrate with a sandwich. It was not true, but yeah, yeah, it was just great. It sparked into the question: How much do people actually may make off of you know a million plays on Spotify? And yeah, and they don't, and that's the thing. They honestly they make more money off the merch. Yeah, especially if you have a big band like you know Slipknot or some like arena band. The amount of money that it costs to be able to go on tour and sustain like months at a time mm-hmm. is a lot, especially if you have like a big band with tons of equipment and lights and all that kind of shit. And then like shipping fees, mm-hmm. bigger bands will keep like rigs in Australia for sure and rigs in Europe that they can ju- they'll just hold their, their duplicates of their shit because it's so expensive just to fly stuff over. And it makes sense that they would have like a, a cache of things just kind of set there for when they do another big day out festival mm-hmm. or something of that nature. Well even even like Corey Taylor has said that they make just above the poverty line. So they're they're like middle class if you think yeah. about it, which is kind of crazy to think like it I think like the 80s and 90s and early 2000s kind of tarnished the way people think that of what success looks like in the music industry. For sure. And it just doesn't hit that unless you're in hip hop. And most of that is because of like racketeering and money laundering. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, there's a reason Young Thug's been on trial for sure. Yeah, I think it's like $5,000 a ticket to go see Drake on the floor or something like that. Jesus Christ. I can only imagine like Billie Eilish or Taylor Swift. I know Taylor's tickets go for insane amounts. Mm-hmm. Instantly sell out arenas and things. Yeah. yeah. Even just like a local show, you're looking at 60 bucks a pop. Most of that goes to the venue and the in the uh, promoters. Yeah, for sure. The band hardly sees any of it. <laughs> yeah. So if you're ever at a show, go get some merch because that's how you're supporting your band technically. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And you get a chance to just meet the band, hang out with the members, say mm-hmm. hello. It's always nice. Yeah, give them an attaboy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Even a thumbs up from the crowd, like yeah. the weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> so getting back to the holidays a little bit, are you a fake tree guy or are you a real tree guy? You know, growing up, my mother was a firm believer in you got to get a real tree. Well, yeah, your backyard is also full of Christmas trees. Yeah, I was going to say, you can step outside and scream and no one calls yeah. the police. <laughs> it's pretty festive. We always believed that we wanted a real tree. We wanted the smell in the house. We blasted heaters. The fucking thing would get so dry it's a fire hazard by week three and we probably <laughs> keep it up till somewhere right before Valentine's Day. Jesus, that is... <laughs> I'm just kidding. At least a couple weeks into January. Yeah. But... We always loved, you know, getting like the Doug furs and the Grand furs and things like that. We didn't like nobles like a lot of people tend All to get. All the spiders and sap. Oh, yeah. You shake it and someone starts sneezing instantly. You know, it's been raw. <laughs> it's the sushi of trees. Mm-hmm. But I personally get why people get fake trees. I think that some of them look fantastic nowadays. I don't believe you should spray your tree with tinsel and, like, spray that fake, like, pine smell in the air and shit. Just commit or don't commit, you Mm -hmm. know. But I get it, especially East Coast places where it's, like, hundreds of dollars for a tree. Even out here, though, I mean, it's 10 to 12 bucks per foot on a lot. Well, there was one that went for 1200 the other day in New York. Jesus. Yeah, I believe it. And some of these vaulted ceilings out there that are like 12, 13 feet, just, yeah, <laughs> yeah good bring luck that filling to your that fucking in. bodega. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can't just pick up an ornament at the deli for that, no. for sure. But what's your take? Do you like real or fake? I, I, I'm I on the same path with you. I personally like the fake one. Yeah. And if you're going to do the fake one, just commit. Yeah. 
Like, it's way less mess. You don't have to worry about fucking taking it back outside and then burning it, mm. which I personally love. I was going to say, burning real or fake trees, the only real difference is the cough you get afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> One's more organic. When I cough, it tastes like Chernobyl. Buy, buy a fake tree for like, what, 70 to 100 bucks? Use it for the rest of your life. I don't know, dude. Nowadays, they're like a couple hundred. Are they really? Oh, they're expensive. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, even getting a normal tree is like over a hundred now. You know, and it's funny because we literally live in the Christmas tree capital of the world, mm-hmm. and those prices are even going up. Oh, of course. They ship them all uh, over east. They mm-hmm. get way more money. It's like pot farmers. Yeah. They know where the cash is at. Exactly. Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> when do you think it's time to take decorations down? Um... Whenever you quit feeling happy that they're up. Okay. For some people, that's the day after Christmas. Everything's got to come down. For my mother, it's pretty much when the season starts getting hot again. She'll start taking shit. It's like Easter. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you ever have like a Easter celebration and you realize, oh, there's still like a Christmas chocolate on the table? Yeah, it's leftovers at that point. Yeah, it's like like one of those cheap-ass gold coins that were milk chocolate. It's like one of those where <laughs> yeah, you're like, like where, after 10 of them, you're like, uh, where did uh, I even get this? Yeah. I think it had worms in it. <laughs> They're mm-hmm. all dry. It's got that dry chocolate film on the top. Oh, you gotta yeah. Gotta scrape off. Did you I love have, those. <laughs> did you have a favorite stocking stuffer? Uh, those actually, I love the gold coins. Did you? I was just a, such a sucker for them. Yeah. Cause I used to try to take the, the foil and like uh-huh. put it back exactly how it was without the chocolate inside. Did you just kind of stack them on your table? Like you're Pablo Escobar. I, I did. Mm-hmm. Have like a buck knife next to him. <laughs> yeah. no, I could dig that for sure. I was always happy to get the Tillamook beef sticks, man. Oh, yeah, that that was a, that was a constant for you. It's like, you know enough sodium to kill a rhino, and I'm just in my room ch- like chewing on them with my asthma inhaler. Yeah. yeah, that and Silly Putty was mine. Oh, Silly Putty. Do you find that you're a texture person when it comes to toys like that? I didn't like anything that if you dropped that on the carpet, it was over. Which oh. Silly Putty is one of those. I get it. Yeah, anything that would like get me yelled at, I was just like, eh, it's not worth my time. I used to like the sticky hands that you could throw out a window because if you slapped them hard enough on the like white, you know, bumpy roofs, then it would just completely stain the roof too. And I always yeah. got a kick out of that when I was little. You know, there's a green print in the yeah. living room. <laughs> Did you ever get toys in your stocking? Uh, yeah, everyone like little, like little occasional yo-yo or something yeah something like that something that you know you throw it against the wall and it makes a lot of noise <laughs> drink extra cough syrup and look at a kaleidoscope <laughs> yeah my grandmother used to give us poppets oh no shit yeah like from like july you throw them at like the neighbor's cat mm-hmm. yeah that's always fun <laughs> <laughs> what about a christmas meal uh yeah i actually i like doing it's like thanksgiving part two yeah for me mm-hmm. and i've gotten really into making meals for the family this year it's awesome so i i enjoy that part of it what about for you is there like a go-to this has to be on the table no questions asked the older i get the more no if you say you want to do hamburgers i'm good with that yeah like it tradition itself is like just starting something i, I think, like that idea do a corned beef in july and have hamburgers and christmas yeah something of that nature mm-hmm. we'll do that some we'll do that next year how about yeah yeah that'd be awesome yeah make some weird fucking burgers too you know how i love cream cheese on everything oh yeah we could do like a philly like a philly burger or something like that even teriyaki sauce burger with a piece of pineapple on it mm-hmm. i'm a whore for pineapple just yeah. Someone's getting wet tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Citrus mistress. Yeah. <laughs> but what about you? 
Was there any foods growing up that you looked forward to on Christmas Day? You're like, I know that's going to be out there. Little Smokies and meatballs. Good call. Like that is a, like you have to have those. Olives and baby corn. Olives. Oh, yeah, I got to have a thing of olives out there. And the baby corn, dude. I don't know what it is about it. It's like chewing on a tentacle that little me was like, hell yeah. Yeah. Our family always used to do like a Hawaiian fried chicken situation. Nice. And it just consistently got worse every year. We just kind (laughs) of stopped doing it. (laughs) Like every couple years it would be a banger, but like it just, I was like, oh, these are just. Every now and then someone's like, you guys just want Olive Garden? Yeah. (laughs) They got breadsticks. Come on, guys. We're going to Denny's. (laughs) Yeah, no (laughs) shit. Do you think there's a festive fast food rush? Uh, yeah, McDonald's. I bet. McDonald's on New Year's Eve, or New Year's Eve and uh, Christmas Eve. I was going to say, isn't it like a thing in like Japan that they love KFC on Christmas? I wouldn't be surprised. I'm pretty sure it's over there. It's one of those places where people don't look like us mm-hmm. that really enjoy our fast food on our holidays. <laughs> I hear there's some places where people don't look like us where their fast food's better. I hear the same. I want to get a shrimp po' boy at a Denny's. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I try I try Australian McDonald's. I would too. Would you ever try like a Japanese Burger King? Yeah. I would too. Yeah, but no fish. It's going to be too raw for me. It's going to be weird. Yeah. Do you think it's acceptable to eat a filet fish for breakfast? N- n- no. <laughs> yeah, unapologetic with yeah. your answer. Have one. What if you put it on a pancake or some shit? Roll it in the crate. I personally wouldn't, but I would look at someone else and be like, oh, they're probably from, like, I don't know, France. I would just feel like you need to get your shit together. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a person that has money for cigarettes, but not for groceries. Yeah, and tis the season to just completely say fuck it to your diet like I have. Oh, I have too. Like, I, I have fallen so far off the wagon this mm-hmm. last month and a half where I'm, like, starting to get really disappointed with myself. Where you're, like, looking for hoodies that you look less fat in. Yeah, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm getting all doughy, damn it. I get it, yeah. Uh-huh. So, but uh, I made I made fr- a French toast sandwich the other day. Oh, I love doing that, yeah. With, like, sausage patties and bacon in it. It was just, it was disrespectful. I, dude, once in a while, I gotta make my closest version version to a McGriddle and it's just in the kitchen throwing shit together but the trick for anyone out there listening when you scramble your eggs throw some maple syrup on those motherfuckers I put in the maple syrup in the uh, in the batter mm, and then yeah. when you, and then when you butter put the butter down for the pancake you put maple syrup on it too I see do you like the consistency of maple syrup on a sandwich yeah yeah I did it last night uh, nice I don't know why I like it in the flavoring but I don't tend to saturate no I was always a peanut butter on my pancakes guy, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, waterboarding's a little too unethical for you. <laughs> no, it has nothing to do with religion. <laughs> Can you imagine? You're like, what breakfast would you like, sir? Would you like pancakes and you just stand up, take your yarmulke off, and walk out high? <laughs> uh, do you like holiday brew coffees? Uh, I've never really got into them, but if I did, and there's a little bit of booze in it, I'm sure I'd be. Do you have like a favorite booze? For the holidays? Yeah. Mm. I was always a fan of White Russians, and they would start spitting out, like, the Baileys, like, limited flavors and things like that. Yeah. I get a little saucy on the clear booze. Are we doing anything like that for our uh, New Year's special? We definitely might. It depends on how much we want to put up on our regular platforms or how much is going towards Patreon. (laughs) You know what happens when Larry puts a Santa hat on. Yeah. It's a two-week occasion. Yeah. Drifts into the first week of the new year. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you, uh, yeah, because I know Larry has been wearing his Santa hat for like the last four days. Starting to stink, I give it that. Yeah. 
You know, yeah, I'm not. I'm not about it. There's a dab on the front of it and grease stains on the side, and I'm not really happy about it. Yeah, it just sends the wrong message to me. Yeah, you know, it's one thing when he shows up like downtown, and the kids see it, but when he's just repeatedly seen at the liquor store, it kind of sends the wrong message for our podcast. But or the know, right one, depending on how you look at it. I was going to say, our fans are our fans, you know, whatever his diet consists of. Either way, you can't have a social media still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you run ours, but you're doing great, man. Thank you. Yeah. He keeps telling me he's going to start a Twitter. And, like, you know, now that I've seen that Alex Jones came back on X, I think Larry could probably get going. Yeah, put your sails up, bud. Yeah. I Into the wind. Start promoting, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can put uncensored things on Twitter. <laughs> It'll be a good thing for everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of which, is it almost time for questions, Larry? I think it is. I think it is time. Yeah. It's go mail time, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> pull it up. Let's go. Some blue dog walks and you're like, the fucking thing's sick. Look at it. <laughs> it's Australian. The color ain't right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Gets hit by the mailman. Backs over it. <sighs> you want to start us off on this one, Gassy? Yeah. Let's see what we got. Red Eye Wagon says, choose an activist organization the other has to join for a year. <laughs> Jesus. Whew. Okay. Um, hmm. Right away, I'm like, PETA. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think you would be on a special task force for PETA <laughs> where you have to remove pets out of certain households. <laughs> you just go in. Watch your footwork, get in, get out. You got a fucking chihuahua on a satchel. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a fun one. I, that'd be a fun one. How, how do I depart after the year? Just be like, sorry, guys, this isn't for me. You know when Rambo comes home? <laughs> <laughs> He's just like riding in the bottom of a boat, smoking cigarettes. <laughs> Yeah, has to go find a fucking Christian organization that got lost because they decided they wanted to be helpful. Just kind of grunts at them and they all have the same understanding. <laughs> I could see myself passing out paper towels, you yeah. know, after like a soggy event. Yeah. Yeah. See, I would just send you to something simple like a soup kitchen. I could do a uh, soup kitchen. Yeah. Not only would you run it very, very well, mm. but like watching you slowly crack after the third month. Mm-hmm. Like, you definitely start smoking cigarettes again. Oh, I would. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And it'd be my excuse to be able to have a cigarette with you. Mm-hmm. So that's why I would send you to the soup kitchen. Like, I would try to kill some of my time with following a local sports team, but at that point, what are you going to watch? Like, the Louisiana <laughs> water polo experts? <laughs> after, after the seventh month of seeing the same guy every week and be like, would you just get your fucking shit uh-huh. together? I had that problem when I worked in retail, too, where sometimes people would come home and, like, there's like a small voice in my head that just wants to push them towards postal. Mm-hmm. You're just like, dude, it's fine. When you get to work, you should tell your boss how you feel. Just give him a copy of Falling Down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just slowly pushing them towards like, you know, nobody takes me fucking serious. <laughs> Where they just show up to work and start like throwing things. Yeah. Hey, go order breakfast at noon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you should get your coffee before you clock in. Yeah, shit like that, you know. Take your shoes off. Have a pint. <laughs> I could see myself being just like a foreign delegate and just being at a random place, like trying to calm everyone down. <laughs> That's why I did choose Antifa for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd be breaking into like liposuction factories, stealing the fat so you can make soaps out of it. Yeah, to give it back to the locals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
your river water shouldn't be this color. Here's a can of Febreze. <laughs> or a candle. Start handing out lockpick kits to all the locals. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good Halloween handout. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. Giving mace to all the kids. Go play with this. <laughs> Put it in your mouth. Let's see. We have, What's your guys' thoughts on biker gangs from Kelly Kelly? Bike, biker gangs? Yeah, biker gangs. I'm not affiliated in any way. <laughs> I was going to say, why? What'd you hear? I don't know. I get asked it a lot. I could see that for you. I could see it to where if you were on a bicycle and someone asked you where you got that and you just looked them in the face and said, I got my license revoked, they wouldn't <laughs> question it. I have a GED. <laughs> just right on. Deadpan. I really am addicted to coffee. Like, that has anything to do with it. <laughs> my dumbass wallet chain would get stuck in the spokes or some shit like that, and i uh, make it look really uncool. You wouldn't fall often, but <laughs> when you do, it would be violent. It's yeah. all in my face. Yeah, I, in my head, would drink way too much caffeine and think I'm Joseph Gordon-Levitt from that movie where they're the carriers in New York City and just be bumming through stop signs <laughs> like 45 going downhill <laughs> listening to something bassy. You yeah, know? I, I'm not going to lie. There's something about it that's really appealing. Mm. I, I feel like it'd be a fun it'd be a fun time, but I Do don't know. you remember that Nickelodeon movie where they had the watch that could stop time? Clock stoppers. Do you remember all those sweet little BMX tricks? <laughs> yeah, I do remember that in the dj scene <laughs> bow, 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 bow. <laughs> mm -hmm. would you ever ride a rascal scooter yeah probably i was gonna say what would you have on your rascal scooter is a better question a basket on the front with a gun <laughs> a small mortar system yeah. launching it at the other scooter it's just an unregistered firearm to make it more hard you know I could see you riding into war in a bumper car, you know? <laughs> Have the little waffle. Oh. I don't know. Those paragliders got me pretty sore. <laughs> yeah, no shit. God, that would feel so fucking awesome. He's practicing with a kite in the backyard again for an invasion. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, we're getting off topic. So biker gangs. Yeah. I think that, you know, when they started out, they had a much different idea of what they turned into. Now, I recommend anyone just watch Sons of Anarchy and feel a little bit more freedom. Maybe listen to some folk music once in a while. Yeah, enjoy Macbeth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. Well, I know, like, biker gangs really started forming after World War II when guys came home to, like, nothing and nobody. Mm -hmm. Harley-Davidson trail bikes, which slowly turned into that culture of, like, dudes free-riding dirt bike style. Uh -huh. And then, like, the Vietnam War is really what started things like Hell's Angels. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's what most people associate for biker gang is Hell's Angels. But, yeah, I have no beef with any biker gangs whatsoever. No. Mm-hmm. We grew up in an area that had quite a few different, like, chapters out here. We but. did. And it's just like, I don't know, for me, it was common knowledge. Like, don't fuck with them. Yeah, just, just get out of their way. Yeah, treat them, treat them with respect and, you know, go, go on about your day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see what we got. Uh, <laughs> watch Wild Hogs with William H. Mason. I fucking love that movie, God actually. Damn, I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we got Missile My Toe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Larry, ban that person. <laughs> um, if you had to have a dead celebrity throw a to throw a Christmas party with, who would you choose? Larry, unban that person. <laughs> a dead celebrity? Belushi. Bel Ooh, okay. Mm. Yeah, just right away, Belushi. Bel that would be a good one. Oh, man, yeah, that's a really good one. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I, hear me out, Farley would be pretty festive. 
Yeah, loud. Imagine the minds you'd blow if he comes out as the Santa. Yeah. People would be like, what the fuck? Everybody gets a porterhouse. Uh-huh. I wouldn't want to party with Burt Kreischer, though. No. Oh, God, he would ruin Christmas. He's going to have such a beautiful funeral. He is. I hope it's live. <laughs> Bill Burr is Santa. <laughs> He's pissed off at everything. Let's see. <laughs> Not naked, but afraid, wants to know, what's your guys' thoughts on the BBC show Naked Attraction, and could you ever participate in a game show like that? I personally could not ever participate. I wouldn't mind being on the other end of the table. Would you want to be one of the people choosing or one of the people naked in the box, though? Choosing. That's what I figured. Yeah. Because, like, the whole thing is, like, then the people that they whittle down, like, at the last two get to see the person choosing naked. Mm-hmm. The thing that I love about the show, for anyone that hasn't seen, it really cements into your head attraction is not what makes couples work whatsoever because all the people that choose each other just end up not having good dates and having no interest in each other whatsoever, which is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. But, like, personally, I could be on either side. I'm going to do whatever with 100% confidence. But Would you fluff? Would I fluff? I don't think you can. You I don't can't? think they allow you on the show. I think that's one of the like stigmatas of the Was thing. Was like a, someone in the green room like, hey, leave it alone. <laughs> yeah. Leave that alone. You put that rubber band down. <laughs> I think <laughs> that, like, it would be much more interesting if you treat it kind of like the Hunger Games, to where when those boxes opened, you just start giving them, like, a wartime talk. Just really get in their heads, you know? I could see myself doing either, though. I'm mm-hmm. I'm not shy I could too. in that regard. I could, too. You put me in a room full of British, something naughty is going to happen, uh-huh. you know? I do love their words for things like Willie, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're very childlike with all their private parts. Oh, every time they have to review a vagina on camera, they always say, it's, it's neat. It's neat. <laughs> it's proper. It's neat. That's a proper puss. Yeah, <laughs> proper puss. It's ridiculous, dude. But, like, they have little stupid sayings like that to where, like, you know, instead of, like, your outfit, they say, get your kit off. It's like, no. Don't break off any piece of that Kit Kat. <sighs> But, yeah, no, I could see us being on there. I just think Larry would be probably the one that gets us thrown off. The only thing he's doing is taking care of the lighting. Oh, yeah. But he's going to bring booze and probably spill something. And you know, since people are naked, he's going to make an inappropriate comment. Mm-hmm. You remember what happened when we watched that Lizzo documentary? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He still can't show his face near that theater. Nope, and that's a scrapped episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't even get him started on the Nicole Byers chick and all the food things. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, we'll move on, Larry. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, stop Asian hate, dude. Yeah. Next. Uh, what are we in the golden age of? Ooh. Hmm. Podcasts, comedy, and arena tours. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think that's our golden age. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would say that festivals and um, streaming. Yeah, streaming is a huge one. And it's, you know, it goes to show how many, like, Movie theaters aren't doing too hot, but streaming services are doing phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Says a lot. It does, especially when you get something like Netflix that's like 30 bucks a month. Yeah, Jesus Christ, right? They just keep going up in price. Well, I mean, if you think about it too, like it makes, like, who do you know? Who the fuck do you know that has cable? I don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, there are people who have it, but. No, I don't believe you. No. <laughs> For Fox News and CNN? <laughs> yeah. Maybe what? a little MSNBC? What ESPN thing are you watching that mm-hmm. you can't miss? Yeah. Yeah. 
got to watch Law and Order again, you know? Mm-hmm. No, there is some people I know that have it, and they tend to just have it because they like the familiarity of having mm-hmm. a TV remote and shit like that. They don't want to switch over to the streaming side. Do you have a favorite streaming platform? Netflix. Yeah. I, Netflix isn't mine. What's I, yours? Either Paramount Plus or Max. Max is number two for me. Yeah, it tends to be where I lean more of my attention yeah. towards. Yeah. Amazon Prime is always hitting this. Yeah, I'm with you there. That's where I have like my Paramount Plus, and that you know Paramount Plus has Drew Carey's The Price Is Right, and everybody loves Raymond. And that's pretty much all I watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I need to watch some Raymond soon. You'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just look at it as like his brother's the epitome of like just make it through the day without killing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love it. He's a cop too. Oh, like they yeah. were so on it before it was cool. Oh yeah, I think it's like Seinfeld is the living embodiment of all the different sins. I think Raymond's just kind of purgatory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're really seeing it from Ray's point of view of just being stuck in a miserable place. I like that. You ever see that? Like <laughs> Timmy Turner's supposed to have like the Xanax and Zoloff as you know Wanda. And- yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you think there's a sitcom that's like that too, where it was all just kind of in their head? Yeah, Big Bang Theory. Larry, roll a blunt. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs>